There is no doubt about it. This past school year was really, really tough academically for our kids. Yeah, so that's why we are chirping about what you can do this summer to get your kids back on track in the classroom. And this is Chick to Chick. This is certainly one for the history books. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to bring up those three words again. Because, because of, of COVID. COVID. Because <laughs> of COVID, um, our kids really had a tough time, I think, in the classroom this past school year. You know, they didn't know whether they were coming or going somewhere uh, in, in person. Others were completely online. And then you had hybrid. And then you'd go back in the classroom. And then there would be somebody testing positive, And then they're back online. I mean, it was coming and going. And I think yeah. our kids thrive on structure and routine, and they had zero structure and zero routine, and I think it had a big impact on them academically, but also mentally and emotionally. Oh, completely, because some kids are just simply not learners when it comes to that Zoom process that everybody had to become very familiar with, and I think a lot of kids grew very frustrated, and oftentimes there was a disconnect, you know, no fault of anyone, but a disconnect with the teacher, and just the learning process breakdown, so then they're upset, they're frustrated, you know, and they're missing their friends, which is really another one of those components Absolutely. to getting along in school. I mean, it's kind of like the refresher of when you can't do a recess, at least you see your friends. So I think on the whole, our kids really did suffer this year when it comes to everything that COVID put into education. Absolutely. I think they suffered a tremendous setback in every facet mm -hmm. that we've talked about academically, mentally and emotionally. So now here's the big question. How do you get them back on track? Yeah. And how do you catch up on any of this classwork? We're so pleased to have our guest with us today, Patty Craig. She is a former superintendent of schools. Hi, Patty. Thanks so much for joining us. Hi, ladies. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thanks, Patty. Patty, you were there uh, when the pandemic began and schools were shut down. Um, and then you were there uh, this past fall when kids went back to class and then it was hybrid and then it was, you know, via Zoom the whole time. <laughs> what impact did you see on our kids? How did this affect them? Well, when the only certainty you have is uncertainty, you know, whether it's students or adults, you know, all of the adults involved, teachers, administrators, support staff, um, it, it, it causes anxiety. I mean, that that is just the ripple effect. And when we're used to a highly structured situation in public education, uh, knowing start time, end time, we're coming to school every day, five days a week, and then you switch to something that's completely different. It, it really, it was difficult all the way around. Um, and, and so um, something that you really couldn't sink your teeth into because there was no right or wrong. We were all really scrambling to figure out what's best in this mess. Um, so, you know, we saw a lot of anxiety. Mess. Boy, that's a great statement. Right yeah. And, there. you know, a pandemic does not come with an instruction manual. Nope. You know, no. you have no idea what to do and how to react to all of this. No, no. OK, so I really am curious. I know as an educator, your focus has really been about academics, not that, you know, you don't care about the students. So I'm interested to know, um, was there a lot more of an emphasis really looking at the student in how are you doing 
as a primary and the secondary being, okay, are you turning your assignments in? Did we learn anything with that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I think what we all have to wrap our heads around generally right now is that the instructional delivery models across not just the Commonwealth, but across the nation are going to be completely different. They've changed, they, they changed, you know, in the midst of chaos. Um, but I see that they're going to continue to, uh, to evolve moving forward. Um, and so, you know, we, we have to wrap our heads around that. Parents have to wrap their heads around that. And I think what's going to be important in moving forward rather than kind of staying in the past and, 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 you know, focusing on on what we did in emergency situations is really looking forward and and seeing the silver lining in this. I, I think that schools will change and have changed in some ways for the better because we are now offering more choice for families. Mm -hmm. And I think this summer, um, you know, parents need to really focus on with their with their children what is going to be best moving forward i know that all schools will continue to offer various instructional models and so what is going to be best as far as the family is concerned as far as the students needs well um, so you, i'm sorry you brought up summer and our kids have been out of school for about a month now and they they got out that pent-up energy out what should parents be doing at this point to try to catch up perhaps on classwork? Because I think that our kids did suffer academically. And how do you get them prepared for the coming school year, which looks like it's going to be potentially all back in person this fall? Right, right. Um, I think the, you know, the academic, we all know, I, I think we can assume that academically this year, this past year, 2020-2021, probably did not meet the needs of students in the regular fashion. Um, and I, I, I think that we have to be aware of the fact that we can't just switch the, the flip the switch on for 21, 22 either. Things aren't going to return to what it was prior to the pandemic. There's there, like I said, there's no on and off switch. Um, so I think it's going to be important for parents um, to, if there are opportunities offered by districts, by schools to catch up uh, some acceleration type activities or opportunities to certainly be aware of them and look into them and keep communication open with schools so that particularly if your if your child has has really lost a lot of um, progress uh, academically you know you need to take advantage of those opportunities um, I think besides the academic piece, you know, we, we, we're going to need to really trust the educators on that too. Moving into the 21-22 school year, they know that the previous year was not the same. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to have to make adjustments and, and really look into strategies and ways to meet our students and move them forward um, wherever they happen to be. But I think over the summer, parents... Should all, there's a couple of tips that I think are important, and I, I think it's it, we need to focus on the positive. You know, celebrate the accomplishments that were able to be met in 2021 despite 
COVID, despite the pandemic and, and all of the changes that occurred. Uh, I think in the summer, maintaining a, a good daily routine, regardless of age, K to 12, is going to ease that transition back into whatever the choice may be for the family in the fall. Um, I personally think maintaining and encouraging connection to peers over the summer is so valuable and so important. You know, you know, we're all social beings. We need that connection. And, and so encouraging that is going to be really important for parents. Um, I think parents need to talk to, be very honest and open to their, to their children, uh, um, about their worries and concerns and anxieties for the fall. You know, let's say Flora, you have a, a, a school age child, let's call it a sixth grader who has decided in the fall, they're gonna go back full time in person. Your next door neighbor, Carrie, also has a sixth grader, they're best friends and Carrie decides to keep her child at home and continue you know, doing things virtually. Um, that's difficult. That's really difficult for kids. And I think those conversations need to occur and, and questions need to be answered. Um, you know, I think staying on top of the mental health of our kids is so important. We don't know the long-term impacts of last year. Um, we know prior to the pandemic that the, the rates of anxiety and depression were skyrocketing. Uh, and so now it's almost a, a pandemic within a pandemic. So parents are such a vital and crucial piece of that, that mental health puzzle um, and staying connected to what are the feelings that my child is experiencing. Um, I know that the Pennsylvania Department of Education has a resource page on their website that's dedicated to tips for parents. And it, it actually pulls from various sources like the CDC, uh, the, the American Academy of Pediatrics, the National Association of School Psychologists. So I think that's a good resource for parents to you know, go to. Um, really, really great advice. What I love that I'm hearing from you is that you really want to emotionally take care of a child right now. The academics will follow because everybody has been in that same space, but each child is carrying this emotional baggage from whatever happened to them. And I love that. And I think it's so, so fantastic that you um, as an educator are understanding that that's kind of where education is going to be moving forward is really looking at some mental health going into it. I think this is great. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I, I think that parents need to really um, stay connected with the schools over the summer. You know, there are various ways that schools communicate with all families, uh, social media, but also you know, mass communications that go out on a regular basis. And, you know, today we're all bombarded with emails and text messages and, and everything. But I think it's so important to read that content and be aware of what's happening in our schools and, and the changes that are occurring. That, that will be crucial for the transition in the fall. Yeah, there is going to definitely be a big transition. Patty, Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for being so open and honest and sharing all of these wonderful thoughts. Thank you for being here. Um, and I, I really like her message there. This has been tough, 
Right. No one can dispute that. Nope. This has been a very, very difficult year, but we have to stay positive mm -hmm. and we have to find the silver lining in this situation. Yeah, and I think we will. I think we're going to get there. Uh, we so appreciate you listening, watching today, and we hope that you will come back when we are chirping about another topic. Thank you.